Hello, and welcome to Dice Friends. This is Suburban Succession, a fiasco classic game using the Home Invasion playset by Jason Morningstar. Fiasco is a GM-less role-playing game published by Bully Pulpit Games. We're going to be doing a series of 16 scenes divided into two acts. There will be a break in the middle, and then uh, there will be... Uh, some denouement at the end. Each scene will be focusing on one of the four characters uh, and you will see how that goes as we play through. I'm Dale Friesen. Uh, I'm going to be playing Randall in this. Uh, art for this game was created by the artist known as Featherweight and tech for this stream is being handled by Paul Saunders. Uh, it is my honor and privilege to be gaming with three fantastic performers today and we're just going to go in a circle and introduce ourselves. Andy, who are you? Uh, I am Andy and I am playing Rhonda. That's fantastic, uh, fantastic uh, depiction there. Yeah. Uh, I'm Kathleen and I'm playing Julie Bucket. And I'm a Midwestern beatnik who makes pottery. <laughs> it's your boy Ian, and I will be playing Brad Bucket, uh, who is really into jazz. Nice. So we're just going to dive right in. I'm going to have the first scene. Now, when it's my scene, the first thing that I do is I decide whether I am setting the scene or whether I am uh, going to let everyone else set the scene and then I will decide whether it goes well or it goes poorly for me. If I set the scene, then everyone else will uh, decide among themselves whether it is going well or whether it is going poorly for me. I'm going to set this first scene. So uh, I am with my lovely wife in our lovely little bungalow home next to the monstrosity next door and I am hoping that I'm going to be able to figure something out so say pumpkin I've noticed that next door their Wi-Fi router is wide open so I'm thinking this is my big chance to take that horrible bread bucket down a peg. So, I am hoping that it's just a bunch of ones and zeros. What do you think? Is there any mischief we can do with this? Oh, oh, cover me and grit and call me Samson. Absolutely, honey. We're gonna have some fun with those ones and zeros. My goodness what primitive technology they have in this suburb. I think we can use that for, for fantastic means and, and, and various uses. Did you have anything in mind, honey? Well, I had a couple of things in mind and I just wanted to get your opinion. So first of all, I thought I could get the local constabulary uh, to come and do some mischief at them. Second, I noticed that they're lining up for some sort of large social event sometime very soon. Perhaps that's uh, something to do with the neighborhood association. Perhaps I could make it so that it's sending out false messages or Maybe I could just set it on fire remotely. What do you think would be the most exciting? 
My goodness, you 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 have such a such a productive imagination for them to the benefit of the collective. Oh, My thank goodness. you, Sugar Plum. <laughs> well, let's see. I'm a I well, I am a huge uh, uh, fan of. Um, uh, remote pyrotechnics. Uh, however, before before we uh, maybe uh, uh, start to, to put that little plan into motion, I think I think perhaps using it um, to uh, to uh, uh, to uh, further further our, uh, our 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 purpose here in this in this lovely uh, in the, in this lovely place. I think um, I think yes. I think definitely using it for monitoring, calling the police at just the right time. Goodness, oh. Uh, Fills me with with such bile, the good kind in my glands. I um, I, I do wish... love good bile in glands. Isn't it good? Um, I'll, I'll make a pie later. That's just I can just excrete it and fill it for you. It'll be so delicious, just like home. Um, uh, Mike. But what shall we do first? What 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 is the uh, uh what will uh, uh how how will we do best to uh to uh oh goodness put a bee in their bonnet so to speak oh my goodness well we need to make sure that we don't do anything that will disturb the rest of the leader mm -hmm. so maybe what we need to do um and i'm sort of looking here to know whether to end this scene well or poorly so just a reminder oh. the rest of you have to figure that out mm -hmm. i can't end the scene until you tell me whether it goes well for me or badly for me. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, maybe we just use it for now to find out everything that's going on in there. So, uh, I'll just hook this up to some of the monitoring devices. I've rigged an adapter, and I believe that if I can just get all this going, then we can see what's happening inside their domicile. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, my goodness. And uh, let me tell you, I have my suspicions about a certain someone. I think you know who. Uh, and I would love to get the dirt on her, let me tell you. So, I think that's probably seen. Mm -hmm. Now, in Act 1, um, I get assigned a red die for a good ending and a black die for a poor ending. And Act 1, I give that die away. So since you've given me a red die, I really feel like Rhonda is the logical person to be receiving that. Okay, thank you. So, Andy, it is now your turn to decide whether you're setting a scene or you're d resolving the scene? Good question. Uh, well, let's see here. We've got this, this lovely router business that we've, we've gone into in reconnaissance. I think, um, how do, how do, what shall we do to lead from there? Um, I think, I think I shall go to, uh, I think I think I will set the scene. I will have made one of my glandular pies that uh, and then, that I will put in, in sort of my second base, my second best chafing dish, and I will I will I will go over over of a um, of say a Sunday morning, uh, well Sunday afternoon let's say, and I'm going to be knocking on uh, knocking on our uh, our next door neighbor's uh, door there. I think that will set the scene there. So I do that. I put, you know, I, I get I get on my my vinyl blue dress, <laughs> that is free of any sort of wrinkling or seam, and I and I and I and I trot over there and I knock on the door. Knock, 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 knock. And I also say knock as I knock. Knock, 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 knock. Oh, all right. Uh, hello! Oh my gosh! 
Rhonda, how are Julie. you? Oh, oh I'm oh. swell. Thank you so much. I, you know, I just, I just wanted to pop over because I, I know that, uh, I, I know that this, this is, this is one of your open house days, as, as every day seems to be an open house day. So many people coming in at all hours, all the time, and I just thought I'd come over at a reasonable hour and, uh, and, uh, and give you this, uh, and give you this dish. I've heard you've been going through some, uh, through some interesting uh, times. Oh, it is just so tragic with Brad's grandfather passing away. But please don't always, please don't feel like a stranger. We're actually going to have, uh, we're going to have a yurt drumming demonstration over in the backyard eh, later tonight. And you, no. since you were so generous, you can have some hot dish when you come over. It'd be great. Just oh, join thank in. you so much. Now tell me, how hard do you hit the yurts when you drum on them? Oh, no, we sit in a yurt while we drive. You know what? It's hard to explain. It's very spiritual. People from the steppes of Mongolia have done this for thousands of years because they have yurts on, like, houses because they got to move around a lot, so they got to move their drum circles. But anyhow, it's real great. I think you'd really, really welcome the chance just to relax and just to chill out and let yourself go, you know? Oh, I'd be I'd be so happy to do that. And wh while we're talking, uh, Rhonda is just going to sort of slip by Julie in the door, and was just and is going to. Uh, I I have to say, what what fantastic decor that you have done with it in such a short period of time. What uh, and sort of sort of placing where uh, uh, where Randall maybe has put some things to to pick up routers and and some, some small microphones we have installed secretly about the home, just making sure they're all functional. So this is wonderful. Tell me about this. Credenza. First of all, what is a credenza? Oh, well, this credenza, it's, a, it's an antique. We inherited it from Brad's grandfather. It's so tragic that he died. Mm -hmm. Oh, but I'm glad you like my macrame. It's great. I do. I do. And you, you've made it in the shapes of macaroni. You've made macaroni macrame. Oh. My, it's, I could eat that off the wall. Yes. These crescent moons are to represent the women's ovulation cycle. It's all, Beautiful. it's like, it's, it's a full piece that I call menstrual flow. Because it goes, it's several macrame pieces that goes across the wall. Fantastic. And Rhonda takes a special note of this to see how often she should be ovulating. And to make sure she, she, <laughs> she's getting it right. Uh, is that, oh, oh, Marv, well, excellent. Goodness, you're so deep. Julie, I've always, uh, I've, I've always been su such a big fan. My goodness. Oh. <laughs> well, I won't, I won't take up much, much more of your time. Is Brad around? Is he, uh, is what's he up to these days? Oh, he's in his jazz basement as usual. Oh, we know. Goodness, <laughs> that jazz basement. Good. Oh my. It, it. What sort of? Uh, what? What? The acoustics are so good down there. There's just no sound uh oh well you know because it's in the basement the 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 bass does tend to travel through the loamy earth we have around here so but it means that you get to experience so many of herbie hancock's greatest classic should have looked up more jazz albums <laughs> right that's right gosh i love herbie hancock and that one song over and over and over my the more i, I listen to it the more i appreciate having ears i tell you what uh, well i i feel uh 
<laughs> I think I've, I've maybe accomplished much of what, what we're going to be out of character for a moment. Is this yeah. sound good? Okay. Well, thank you so much. And I, I say goodbye to the macrame and I, 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 I touch it very slightly. Gosh, Julie, it's so, it's so nice to, to see you here. And I, and, and I, I hope to see you at the, um, at the, uh, 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 the the homeowners association meeting that's uh, that's coming up as she's going out the door, sort of dropping that bomb. Yeah. Oh, oh, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Mm. I have some thoughts about the garbage policy. Okay, bye. Click. Okay, bye, bye. So uh, Rhonda gets a red die mm -hmm. that she gives away. Excellent. Well, I'm going to give that to Julie Bucket for being such a good host. Oh, thank you. Uh, I think that uh, I'm going to set the scene down in Brad's jazz basement. <laughs> where, okay. where Brad is deep in mourning, I feel, listening, you know, listening to some of his... Uh, you know what? That, Brad, you tell us how you feel. We're in Brad's jazz basement. Take it from here, Ian. Oh... You know, it just, oh, I, I can't, I just can't, I can't stay happy as much as I want to, as much, the blues are just, they, they, they're flowing through me, and I, I'm trying to push out the sadness with, look, I'm here in the basement with the loamy earth and a brand new Roots record, and I just can't do it, ah, oh, you know, maybe I gotta take a break, maybe I gotta just, uh, okay, calm down. Calm down, Brad. Everything's gonna be fine. Let's let's go upstairs and maybe get ourselves a drink. Brad, you're out of the jazz basement so soon. Oh, Julie, yeah, no, I'm just up here to take some to grab a drink to take a bit of the edge off. It's morning's tough, you know. It's it's it's. You never expect to lose someone, and you don't know what to do when it happens. And I, he's, he's just out there in the garage with the door open because we can't close it because otherwise it'll get too stinky. But if yeah. you leave it open too often, it'll, you'll freeze. Uh, your your grandpappy, your grandpa, your granddad, uh, whose name is... Uh, Jebediah. I thought you were going to say Jebediah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jebediah Bucket. What a Je great Jebediah man. Crockett, if you remember, it's because we, we did combine our two last names as a hyphenation. Oh, right. Yes, yes. Jebe uh, Jebediah, what a great man. But why did he have to say that his in his will he had to have a two-week viewing? Why do all these people need to come and see him and make sure he's died? It's very intense. I mean, the man grew up in a different era back before the Wi-Fi was everywhere and back when we had to... Like, they had to put Wi-Fi on paper and send it across the town by horse and then put it on an electric line. It terrible, terrible technology they had back in the day. And that's why we're staying up to date with our lives. That's why we've got the Wi-Fi all through the house. We got clean Wi-Fi. Eero is a fantastic company, I tell you what. But we've got the Wi-Fi and that's why we're here. That's why we decided to settle in town. And that's why we're on the council because, I mean, look at this place, it's, it's beautiful. Except for the smell. The smell right now, of course, from our grandfather. But that's fine. The smell in the summer is the real problem because the garbage just sits there for weeks. We no. gotta make a change. No, I don't. I don't understand how people for how people can stand living next to uh, so many dumpsters. Like, it's, does it seem like there's a lot of dumpsters for like how many houses are in this subdivision? It's weird. 
I don't, uh, I don't know why every house needs three dumpsters when we don't even separate our garbage. Ow! Like, no, what? we need a we need a comprehensive garbage and recycling policy. Like this is ridiculous. We have to be kinder to the earth. Is one just a honeypot for the local wildlife? I don't know. Well, I have seen a lot more raccoons since we moved in here. It's true. But like, I just, I, you know, and that's a bonus. That's a benefit because you know our furry finger friends are fun to look at. But you know, like, oh, oh, and those buckets next door. Oh, God, and they make me wish I was still touring. Let me tell you, when we managed to move this city from, well, the city, I mean, yeah, it's the ambitious. When we changed this city over from metal dumpsters to those plastic wheelie bins, mm. gonna go down in terms of cost of collection, gonna go down in terms of theft from, the, from all the steel uh, dumpsters, and most importantly, the kids aren't gonna be able to light any more of these dumpsters on fire. It's not safe. No. It's not safe for the kids. No. Wow. Wow. Look, I, I, I'm just gonna head back on downstairs and listen to Cantaloupe Island on repeat for five minutes. It's, I mean, it's, it's only one time, but I'll do it again. And I'm just gonna see if I can get through this funk, and maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll help you write a few more subsections of the uh, of the policy. Oh, thank you, hon. Uh, I'll bring you some hot dish later. Oh, it's the best dish, even when it's cold. <laughs> So, in spite of the votes, I feel like that scene went well for Julie. Yeah. Oh, whoops. <laughs> so you give the uh, die away, Julie. Uh, well, I'm going to give it to Brad. Keep it going around. <laughs> so, Ian, are you setting a scene or are you resolving the scene? Oh, well, everyone's set a scene so far. So you know what? I'm going to resolve a scene. Okay, so that means the three of us decide on a scene, any mm -hmm. scene, and then Ian has to play it. So, uh, is, is there something we could do with with dumpsters and maybe inspecting dumpsters, maybe late at night, um, or uh, <laughs> or possibly, or what? What else could we do? Something with jazz, something with. Well, we've established that Brad and Julie are co-authoring the new garbage policy. Mm -hmm. So, what if it's late at night and someone who's mad about the new policy has done something to the bucket dumpster and Brad has to go out and check it out? Mm -hmm. Ooh, Is that, like that. kind of like what you have in mind, Andy? Yeah, yeah, that sounds fun. Okay. All right. Ian, you get to decide how this scene ends, so there will be no thumbs from us. Okay. Uh... And if you uh, introduce a character to the scene, one of us has to jump in and play it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, do I decide? I don't decide right now, though, do I? You do not. And there can be, you know, you might start out by seeing a raccoon and... Um, you know, Kathleen's playing the raccoon, and then that's the distraction because someone else comes running in, or... This, there's, that's your scene, Ian. I got it from here. Perfect. Action. <laughs> Joey. Joey, are you awake? No. Okay. I, I think I heard a sound out back by the, by the dumpsters. 
gonna go check it out. You uh, you dial nine and then one, and then wait to hear from me. And if I say, oh my god, in your back seat. Yeah, I got it, fine, okay. Take this off, okay, let's put on my socks, put on my slippers, and let's just head on down the stairs. Grab the bats for the fence. It's cold out here. Why, why didn't grandfather move to the Midwest? It's, oh, couldn't he go somewhere retire in Florida? Better jazz out there. What the H E double hockey stick is going on with my dumpster? Why? Why is it vibrating like that? Okay, let me just check the, uh, the little field guide for wildlife here, yeah, okay. This is definitely raccoon country. It's, uh... Well, it's black bear country, so I think I can take one of those. They seem small. And... The, the dumpster lurches two feet to the left and starts vibrating at a, at, at a higher level. Give it a quick bang. Oi! Oi! It stops completely. And then starts to levitate a half inch off the ground. Holy moly, this is... This is gonna change everything. God, who... Police? Oh, they don't deal with floating dumpsters. Ghostbusters? <laughs> they don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Joey! Joey, look out the window! Uh, I'm never going to believe this! Uh, the dumpster settles immediately. Uh, what? Brad, why? Are you why? never going to believe this? Joey! The dumpster can fly! Did... Do you think that's going to impact our policy? Or are we just going to have to get a new one? I'm going to bed. Pulls okay. down eye mask. Okay, I'm... Randall opens the window. Shut up! Okay! <laughs> Jesus. People. All right, well, I guess... I guess the best we can do is maybe keep it... Trapped, so none of the kids grab it. We're gonna. We're, we're, I'll just move this thing in to the garage. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, now it ain't going nowhere. Back to sleep. So did that go well for you, Ian, or did oh, that? Oh, I go think badly? that went terribly for me. Okay, <laughs> so you get to give away a black die. Ooh, well, um, you really don't have... You know what? I'm going to give that to Julie. Perfect. You didn't see what happened. And I wasn't that, helpful. That may come back to bite us. <laughs> okay, so it's uh, back to me. It's the next morning, and... Um, I am very much a morning person, so I'm up at the crack of, well, before dawn, because it's still pretty late when it gets light. And um, is Rhonda at home with me here, or do I not see Rhonda? 
I think I think Rhonda is here. I think uh, I think Rhonda is uh, standing perfectly still in a closet. Right. So, um, I am going to wander next door mm -hmm. to the garage. First of all, I need to check out the corpse in there. Um, and second of all, I just need to know what else is going on after last night. So, um, let's say it's about six o'clock in the morning. It's still dark out. Um, I am using these stupid inferior human eyeballs to see so I can't see very well uh, and I'm doing that because I'm human <laughs> and um, so I'm heading over to the garage alright so I'm assuming there's like a big um, door in front now Ian after Brad pushed the dumpster in there did he close that door Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Now, I'm guessing there's going to be, like, a, a side door that I can just open and go in. I try it. Is it locked? Yes, but there are... It's one of those uh, garage doors that's got the, uh, you know, this 3x3 three three pane of windows and the mm -hmm. doorknob, so should you want to get in, you're going to have no problem. All right. Well, I want to get in. Smashy, uh, smashy. I want to get in quietly. Um, so I'm going to try to um, do some quick uh, magnetic bursts into the locking mechanism. Is that going to work for me or is that going to screw me over? It is absolutely going to work for you, but not in the way that you think it is. Oh, so what happens? As you throw some magnetic, uh, throw magnetic bolts at the rock, at the, at the lock, mm -hmm. uh, the one rock that's down next to the, uh, to, to the pathway that's not, that's conspicuously somehow not covered in snow and ice kind of starts flying up to your hand. Oh. <laughs> Is, is there a hidden key in it? It's not very hidden. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, I unlock the door and head into the garage. So, is there a car in there, or is there just a dumpster and a corpse? Just a dumpster and a corpse and, and some very large speakers. Okay. And the dumpster is all tied up, right? You, you wrapped it up or something? Oh, no, no, no. I just wheeled it in. Oh, okay. Yeah. It stopped. It stopped making noise. So I'm just going to keep it here in case it uh, leaves. All right. So I'm going to lift the lid and peer inside. Uh, Andy, is there anything I should know about what I'm seeing in there? Absolutely. It is the brood. <laughs> I see. Uh, well, I am delighted to see the brood, and I um, make sure I leave the lid up, and I'm uh, going over and doing my actual objective now. Um, I'm checking out the corpse of Brad's grandfather, and I want to see if there's any sign of life of our leader who was inhabiting that body. Mm. This is where you guys need to make a decision. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, this is going badly for me. Now, I am hoping 
that because we've established that Andy and I want to be free of the leader. Does going badly for me mean that the leader is twitching as he's wrapped around Grandpa's brainstem? Or does going badly, like, because remember, mm -hmm. Andy and I are trying to get free mm -hmm. of sort of the the group that we're in. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, th I leave it to you two. I feel like maybe he's on the verge of death. Okay. And I was hoping um, that he was already dead. Yeah, let's, let's say he's human dead. He's human dead. Oh. And I think that if I were more courageous, I would finish him off. But this goes badly for me. So I think maybe I start to, and that makes a mess of the body, and I can't bring myself to finish it, and I run home. And uh, I think that's scene. Okay. Got a bad uh, end to a sign. Wow. Goodness. All right. Um, Brad, have a black die. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Does it come back around to me? It does. Okay. Well, I think that uh, I think that Rhonda. Uh, again, is standing in her closet. Like mm -hmm. seconds while while you are are in the are in the garage, Rhonda's standing smiling in a perfectly black closet. <laughs> and then so, some internal clock goes ding inside of her head, and she and she goes, and oh, opens the door, <laughs> and steps out, and goes about the things she usually does, which is uh, which is uh, uh, arranging the furniture in such a way as to. Uh, as to funnel um, the gamma radiation from the stars um, into a small plastic bucket that she will later use to uh, 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 cleanse her ganglia, and then she 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 uh, she, like she looks yeah then she looks outside to check on the kids she she lifts uh, uh, lifts lifts the window and looks out and notices only two dumpsters in the alley outside of the house and she goes huh. Randall, 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 and starts I come running in. <laughs> yes, darling. Hello. Hello. A good morning to you. A good morning to you as well, Randall. I have a question. Oh, what is it, Sugar Plum? Where is the brood? Oh, the brood is in the dumpster in the jazz garage next to the corpse containing the still twitching body of the leader oh dear oh oh randall this is bad for several reasons oh is it sugar plum that's uh, yes. terrible yes no nah, uh, uh i perhaps we were not on the same page uh but i i feel that uh, uh the leader still being uh, alive and twitching is does not work out for our our plans of of usurp, uh, usurp usurping the the colonization of this planet, um, I concur. Mm hmm. Well, goodness, uh, dear, uh, do you think the brood will be all right? 
He's, uh, uh, in, in the, in the jazz garage, all the Herbie Hancock coming up from the basement, how will it affect their larval stage? Well, perhaps it will help them indoctrination-wise. They oh, are going to have to be acclimatized to this new world. This is true. They will be living in a world with Herbie Hancock. It's good to, uh, you know, let them learn about it at a young age. We wouldn't want that to come as a, a surprise later on, certainly. Well, I can see that. Goodness gracious me. Well, what shall we do, Randall? We could go back to the earlier fire plan. We could push the brood dumpster out of the garage and blow everything up. Ah! We could do, we could do. I fear that if doing that, we would blow our cover somewhat. The authorities would arrive and want to know about the plastic bucket, bucket for my cleansing ga ganglia. Oh dear. Yes. I worry, Randall, I worry sometimes. You know me, I'm a worrier. <laughs> yes, dear. Oh. So I'm guessing this is going badly for mm. Andy. <laughs> I'm guessing this is so good. Oh, Randall, and the Homeowners Association meeting is tonight! Goodness, I don't know how I'd be able to compose myself worrying about our near-dead leader and our brood that is being suffused with jazz. Yes, things are dreadful. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a good way to end that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Give away your die. Oh gosh. Uh, what make? Who is that bad for? Can I give it to myself? That's all bad for Rond. <laughs> yeah. You can. In Act One, you give the dice away. In Act Two, you keep the dice. Oh, I see. I see. Well then, Randall gave me the bad news, and he did, so I'm gonna give it to Randall. Seems fair. All right. Is it whose turn is it? Is it my turn? Yours. Okay. Just checking before I started talking. I'm getting so caught up in this. <laughs> it's a rich narrative. It is. <laughs> I'd like to do a flashback before we get to the homeowners association meeting. Cool. I want oh. to do a flashback to Julie and Rhonda talking, you know, over muffins or at least ju muffins that julie made and she brought over because she's trying to she was trying she just moved into the neighborhood and was appalled at the garbage policy and was trying to get ro her next door neighbor on board to get it dealt with and uh you know trying to convince her about all these things that they should she, they should uh her next door neighbor should vote for her to become the new president of the homeowners association mm -hmm. so jebediah is still alive jebediah is still alive but very, very old. Mm -hmm. uh, All right. My goodness, these muffins. Oh, I tell you what. What do you put in them? Oh, all sorts of things. Bran, carrots, psyllium, husks, algae, kale, aloe, <laughs> kelp, God, and pineapple for flavor. That's what I was missing. I had the husks, I had the algae, the pineapple, goodness gracious. 
what will they think of next? What will you think of next, Julie? I'm always happy to come over. I always look uh, forward to our little chats. Oh, well, thank you. My, I'm actually, now that you think, now that you mentioned thinking, I've been thinking about the dumpsters out in the back. God, don't they bother you? Aren't they, they, they smell, don't they? Ugh. There is an odor. I, I personally uh, find it pleasant. You see, I grew up in New Jersey. It reminds me of home. Mmm, I see. I mean, far be it for me to disparage your childhood, but I was I was thinking that maybe that we could use some change around here on the Homeowners Association. It just seems like some real basic maintenance hasn't been done. Oh, you feel so? Oh, ah. absolutely. Well, I think, I think like, you know, there's some, you know, our fences should be painted and, you know, there's just the grounds work here is just not being kept up on. And what are we paying all these fees for? They're, they were, uh, they're charging my dear, my dear grandfather. He's 98 years old. I mean, my, he's my husband's grandfather. So I guess he's my grandfather-in-law, but they're charging him like 600 bucks a month. And for what? Uh, well, I know, but goodness gracious, look at these. They still have trees. Why? Why? Tr what need for trees? I mean, seriously. Oh, I, the, the trees are okay. The trees are, I think they're nice. Lots oh. of little finger friends live in there and get into the dumpsters at night. Oh, I see. I see. Oh, of, of course. No, yes, no, we should, we should keep the trees. Um, I, I, uh, I, 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 I fear, Julie, as much as I, I respect you and, and your, your, your amazing systems of, of craft and, um, and, and baking, uh, I, I, I feel that we we cannot agree on this issue with the uh, with with the the garbage system. I think I think what we have now is is, is perfectly adequate. And uh, and um, and if you if you bring this up at the homeowners association, I'm afraid I'm going to have to fight you on this, Julie. Oh my! I'm, I'm gonna have to put my foot down. Dang! Like <laughs> <Scene>? that. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, that's a black die for Julie. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Uh, I, I'm going to give this to uh, Rhonda. I'm going to spread those black dies around. Yeah. All right. I come into your own home. I eat your muffins, and I go against your <laughs> go against your garbage plan. I'm I feel bad, but I, I feel. I get... <laughs> I feel just like a dang is like the most Midwestern way you can react to something. <laughs> <laughs> so we have now the final scene of Act One. Oh, yes, we do. Hmm. Try to think where, where we should go with this. You know what? Let's 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 do some esta uh, character establishment as well here. Uh, while you guys had your uh, flashback, uh, Randall and I, I'd like to have a flashback together with you. Uh, to just uh, we're gonna say, if tomorrow is the uh, the homeowners association, the will reading, then that means this is going to be fifteen days ago or fourteen days ago. Okay. So, uh, please remind me what that means so your grandpa is alive um, nope. grandfather has just died oh just have, died and we have come to we we're uh I, i'm coming now across the uh across the laneway to let you know that we're moving in and we're going to be your new neighbors i see so this is our first meeting 
maybe our second, but it's our it's going to be our first major meeting. It's not do we hate it. each other yet? I don't think we do. And that's... Oh! Let's do a scene! I'm looking forward to it. Well, hello there, human person. I also am a human person. Well, hey there. That's an interesting way of describing yourself. I'm a I'm a human being too, but I uh, I got there's more to me than just that. Put her there, pal. My name's Brad Bucket. Oh, so you also are a human person plus more than that? How very interesting. Yeah, what do me? I mean, I, I I'm big into jazz, but I could talk your ear off about that. I'm sure. <laughs> Well, yeah, we figured we'd uh, we, I'd let you know what's uh, what's 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 what around here because we're going to be your new neighbors. Unfortunately, eh, well, more than unfortunately, my uh, my grandpappy, uh, old Jebediah Bukowski here, he uh, he kicked the bucket and uh, <laughs> he, he, still getting used to that turn of phrase. But uh, he we, didn't kick me, but uh, he's he's gone now, and uh, the, means, uh, the leader is dead. We had the leader. He was the leader of the homeless owners association, and I, I understand he's got something in his will that he's going to be uh, talking about uh, who gets to or how, how they're going to worry about the succession there. But uh, uh, yeah, he's he's gone unfortunately, and uh, we're uh, we're taking care of things here, and we're moved in until we got everything settled. So we settled you, our sales. You you are taking care of the the leader's succession. Well, that remains to be seen, but I guess you could say we're we're we're, we're executing it. So we're we're we're, we're like. Uh, I guess you'd say executors, only not so uh, not so violent. Ah, so it the execution remains to be seen. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we, we we need to find out what he's got written down in his will, and then we can execute on it. I am experiencing mediocre comprehension. Yeah, this does sound like it. It might be a bit beyond. Let, 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 let me let me go see uh, at some point. Uh, how do you feel about hot plates? Ah, I feel that they are exceedingly warm. If the warmth were not exceeding, we would not call those plates hot. We would call them warm. Yeah, that's that's true. Hey, tell you what, I'm going to invite you and your uh, and your you you're married, right? I am. Yes, my lovely sugar plum wife Rhonda. Fantastic. I'm going to invite you and your lovely sugar plum laugh over to our place. We can uh, we can play some canasta, we can play some Herbie. Uh, I bet you like Herbie. I find Herbie delicious. He's a treat for the ears, I tell you what. And you know what? We're going to give you... Just, you know, we're we're going to dial a bit back our hospitality, dial back the flavor just a bit, and we're going to give you a nice warm dish. How's that sound? Experiential. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, one more thing before we uh, we wrap up here is that uh, we do have to kind of sit in, a, in, in right. sort of a... Uh, uh, it's <sighs> Jebediah's wishes were that we sit in mourning for two weeks, so there's going to be some people coming and going. I'm really sorry about that, but there there may be a bit more uh, more ruckus than you might be used to for a bit. But I guarantee it'll be done in two weeks. For the execution and determining the succession of the leader. Yeah, that y yes. In two weeks, we will be done executing, and and all the death will be out the door, and all it'll just be new life for you and me, friend. Thank you, neighbor. I am anticipating warmth. Fantastic. I, I, that's why I'm such a big vinyl fan. It's the warmth, the sound, and the ears. You come on by. We'll we'll, we'll get you set up with a real good jazz education. Expressions of gratitude. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Expressions. <laughs> Bye now. <laughs> Bravo. So I think that, did you guys decide that was going well for Brad? Yep. Mainly because right. I just wanted the dice to be even. <laughs> <laughs> well, it felt like it went well for Brad. Good, because I'm going to give that die to Randall, because I think that went well for you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. All right, so we're going to take a break now, and uh, when we come back, we will be in Act 2, and there will be some new elements in play. Uh, see you soon. Hello, and welcome back. This is Act 2 of Suburban Succession. While we were on a break, we did something called the tilt. This involves rolling some dice and using the tilt table. We now have two elements that we have to use in Act 2. The first one is mayhem, a dangerous animal gets loose. And the second one is failure. You thought it was taken care of, but it wasn't. So any of us can just introduce one of these at any time. We have eight scenes left. The first scene is Randall's, and I am going to um, decide how it goes. What is Randall's scene, please? Could it be something in the, the lead up to... Yeah. Um, the uh, homeowners the... association meeting, maybe. Yeah, Randall is preparing what they, the equipment that they think they're going to need for the homeowners association meeting. Ah. All right. So, um, I'm putting my equipment together. I have this massive backpack laid out. Honey, have you seen my Mark III neuralizer? I thought you were keeping it in the regeneration pod, dear. Regeneration pod? I'm not regeneration. What's the neuralizer? Thanks, honey. You're welcome. This is my neutralizer. I was asking about... Oh, neutralizer is better. Never mind. <laughs> do you need a hand, honey? Can you manage? I'm fine. I can do this, darling. All right, you know, this is very important. If we fail tonight, the entire operation goes through the, the poop chute. I'm doing it, darling. All right. What do Are you, you call those things you hit stuff with? Oh, um, a deatomizer? Yeah, do we have one of those, or are they back in the ship? They're, we have three of them. Two of them are in the ship. The blue one is under the bed. But the blue one's cracked. That's true. Well, well, I could check the ship. No, I'll use the blue one. All right. So I think um, I'm getting my backpack together, and I'm, I'm getting very, very few of the things that I actually thought I was going to be getting, but hopefully I have what I need, and it's all in this massive backpack. And I think I'm ready for the Homeowners Association. I think that went badly for me, but I'm going with it anyway. 
Okay. So Please give me a black die. You get to keep your black dice. Right? Yes, in Act 2, we keep our dice. Excellent. Well, uh, then it's, it's my turn then. So it is the night of the Homeowners Association, which is, which is done in the multi-purpose room of the local recreation center. Um, it, there, is, there, is one, uh, there is one long table that, that uh, uh, behind which most of the people at the meeting who are on the board um, sit. And there are, there are a couple people um, dispersed in the room. There's also coffee and, and the, the algae silica pineapple muffins that, that Julie has made and brought. And one of my glan glandular pies that I've, that I've put out and coffee and things. And um, there, there's uh, a couple people, two people in the audience who are asleep one person is is on their phone and the it's this is largely a conversation between the people on the board of the homeowners association of which uh um Rhonda is definitely a member um and i i'm supposing julian brad as well where where is randall in this well i'm um i'm lurking um with my backpack because I'm a little bit unclear about how this is all going to shake down and what I'm going to have to do. Um, I also have an out of character question for the rest of you. Mm -hmm. uh, if Grandpa's animated body lurches in under the control of the alien leader that's wrapped around his brainstem, does that count? as a dangerous animal gets loose or does that count as you thought it was taken care of but it wasn't or is that a boring idea that we shouldn't use I mean, that was I honestly think, where i was hoping this would yeah. go so I think i'm very take, excited you can take either of those i'm i i because i'm curious to see which one you go with because i i i think it could go either way and I, we could go well either way all right well i don't know that I'm comfortable putting a zombie in the category of animal. I mean, I just don't like zombies in general, so yeah, great. <laughs> uh, anyway, this, is, this isn't my scene. I just wanted to, you know, yeah. suss out with what the group thought. Excellent. Um, so, so we, <clears throat> so, yeah, so, so we're all convened. And the, oh gosh, who would be the, the sort of arbitrator? Actually, I, I had an idea for that. Yeah, I, I, I could that uh, Julie is going to take the position of uh, the uh, or, or uh, Jebediah's old position uh, just to, to maintain quorum. And I'm just there as a neutral third party. That's right. Who gets to read the wheel? Perfect. Maybe maybe the boys are in the audience while this is like the battle of the minds uh, between Rhonda <laughs> oh. and Julie. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cheer us on. <laughs> okay, so with the land acknowledgement out of the way, we can now get down to the business of this particular special meeting here, which is to decide the new leader of the Homeowners Association in concordance with the wishes of the previous homeowner has... has <coughs> is someone at the door? I'll go take a look. Okay. Well, let's see here. Um, 
Right, yeah, let's, let's open up the envelope. Hear ye, hear ye, paragraphs and paragraphs of, uh, of pre- ah! 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 Everything's fine, everything's fine, I'll be right back. Okay, well, you have to take your turn anyway. We, we, we got a, uh, we, we got a, a schedule here to go through. Uh, I, Jebediah Bukowski. Uh... Wait, that sure is noisy out there. You know what? I, I'm going to stop you right there, Brad. I'm just going to make sure Randall isn't dying. I'll be right back. And she she, 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 she run, runs out of the multi-purpose room and slams the door. Randall, honey, what's going on? So I just point at the zombie. Oh. Oh. Oh, this is unexpected. We should reassure everyone that everything is fine. We certainly should. I'll, I'll just... Hmm? Stick my head in. I would like to re reassure everyone that everything is fine. <laughs> and then I slam the door. That's wonderful. Oh, thank and you, Randall. <laughs> uh, and Rhonda will come back into the room and say, Randall, deal with it. Get the atomizer. Get the atomizer. Closes the door and pushes uh, with, with with one hand a very uh, heavy concession machine. Just, just full of, like a Coke machine. Just sort of with one finger pushes that in front of the door, goes, that should be fine, that everything's wonderful. And she goes back behind the board and sits down. I'm so very sorry to interrupt. Please continue, Brad. I, I think this is going well for Rhonda. What do the rest of you think? Yeah. <laughs> Julie, Julie, I heard something about an atomizer. It sounds like they got some essential oils out there in the lobby. You might want to check that out afterwards. Oh, yeah. Good, good healing stuff. Oh, maybe we have more in common with the demons next door than I thought. I mutter under my breath. <laughs> well, you know that Rhonda, he, he, she's been oh, taking that job as a sergeant arms of the uh, Homeowners Association so seriously. Mm. Really impressed. Yeah, I'll have to figure out what she, uh, what YouTube videos she's watching to get that arm strength though. That was incredible. That's... I could use some bicep tone ups. <laughs> well, me, I mean. Look, when we get rid of, when we get rid of all those uh, iron uh, the iron dumpsters, we won't need all that upper arm strength. Well, not for taking out the garbage at least. Oh. Okay. So, uh, me being assigned man to body says here that uh, it's gonna be body 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 body. body. Silent See? vote. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, you know, no, I like your edit. See. <laughs> But I think that went well for Rhonda. It yeah. felt like it went well for Rhonda. Sure, mm -hmm. yeah. Everything went didn't... terribly for Randall. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the, the preview I'm using to look at this is different from what the way it's actually laid out. It's very... Excuse me. Mm -hmm. All right. The are confusing. We now have a scene about Julie. Uh, I think... I think... I don't. I think the the drama at the homeowners association meeting is just beginning. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think I'm gonna let you guys. I mean, I, maybe it's unfair if you guys set the scene. You sort of. Well, I don't know. Which would you prefer? Would you prefer that uh, that I resolve a scene or that we or that I set a scene? So, it's it seems like we're gonna have to resolve this one way or another figuring out what's going on with the homeowners. Mm -hmm. um, unless Grandpa just smashes through a wall. <gasps> that seems even more chaotic. What if... Oh. 
what if maybe Rhonda and I get to give a little, like, get to give a little speech about why people should vote for us, and like maybe while the speeches are happening, maybe while well, maybe while Julie's speech is happening, then Grandpa smashes through a wall. Maybe there's a window behind you, and occasionally you see Randall and Grandpa going like locked off comedy frame. Yeah, absolutely. I, may, I think I have a, an opening line to set this up perfectly. Mm -hmm. All right. Silent ballot will be how the candidates will be chosen. Uh, so we took care of that yesterday. Uh, so it looks like it's Julie, you are one candidate. Uh, Rhonda, you're one of the other candidates somehow. And uh, looks like, oh, the, okay, well, let's see. Uh, well, trial by combat. <laughs> There's nothing else really written on the paper here, so I mean, you you got to decide what that means for you. But well, I always say that the pen is mightier than the sword, so of course I think that we should get a few minutes to write a little speech and present it to everybody about why we should be voted for, and mm. not anything that requires upper arm strength. Because I'm a real noodle arm, and Rhonda here, she's packing like at least you know these are tiny guns. It's like Derringer's in here, but she's got like AKs, and so I don't think I can take her the other way. <laughs> Well, as executor of the will, I will say that verbal combat is now on the table. That is a weapon you may choose. All right. And that then one. Rhonda whispers under her breath, Foiled again! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, if there's no last-minute entries to the uh, to the final, uh, I, I guess you could say, fight-off for uh, for presidential power, uh, let, the, let the proceedings commence, eh? Unless we want to use our final tilt to have a critter... That's, that's probably a wrong place for it. I, no, I think that's exactly the point. If we want to say a, a, a critter, which is in fact uh, some sort of an alien that uh, is able to take control of, uh, of unanimated bodies, bursts through the door. Or what about just like tons of raccoons? Mm. Like, a, like, a, like, a, like a fire hydrant of raccoons just clamoring in. <laughs> You know, these are not necessarily mutually contradictory mm -hmm. because it could be an alien that Rhonda and Randall have already deposed that is now in one or more raccoon bodies. Oh, that's right. That's where the broods are going. Mm -hmm. That's why there's so many raccoons. They're actually <laughs> space raccoons. <laughs> A small drip of water uh, lands upon the uh, on the paper I'm reading. Pick. Oh, nope. And the crack that I've noticed on the dome of the city hall begins to widen and widen and then finally opens up and I'm going to say 30 to 40 uh, raccoons of unknown origin tumble into the rotunda from above. <laughs> oh, no. And I, I shout off to Randall, Randall, didn't you get a sitter? <laughs> I'm busy, darling! Oh. Uh, well, right, I mean, this just proves... You know what? Thanks, raccoons, for making my point, I suppose. There's too many Why are there so many raccoons around here? And the, all of the unsecured dumpsters, it stinks. It's terrible. We need to do something about it. What is wrong with you people? Why do you want hundreds of raccoons running around here? Why, doesn't pe why don't people look more... Why don't you look more bothered that there's 40 raccoons that just came through the ceiling? I have a rebuttal. Opening argument from Julie Bucket. I hear, I recognize Rhonda, but we have a uh, we have a late entry afterwards for rebuttal from the raccoons. Go ahead, Rhonda. 
Uh, yes, these raccoons are a valuable part of our delicate ecosystem. These, the more raccoons, it's a sign of a very healthy environment. <laughs> okay. That's, uh, no, that's, that's, that's some good, uh, good, good insight there, raccoons. Do you have anything to say to that? <laughs> okay, well, they're not making a very coherent argument, but it is very loud, and according to uh, both uh, political and world wrestling rules, that is valid. Uh, Julie, you're going to have to make a strong second showing here if you want to take, uh, take control. Eh? So I oh. think at this point, part of the side of the building is is definitely shaking like the mm -hmm. wall is visibly moving uh, how do we want to end the scene i think that this is when i think that this is when julie starts to go you know i think basically as soon as, soon as julie starts talking i think that the, the the wall caves in and randall and the two week old decomposing body of uh, Jebediah Bukowski come crashing through into a pile of raccoons. And then I don't know what else happens. So that's what, ha so, you know. Uh... Hello, neighbors and scene. Yep. <laughs> so it felt like that went badly for Julie. Yeah. But you get to decide, Kathleen. You're resolving because we established. Uh, I think that, I think. That it went badly. Well, I feel I feel like if she, I feel like she feels vindicated by the raccoon problem, but then seeing the reanimated corpse of her grandfather-in-law attacking her neighbor, who she hates, so that's kind of good. But it's also <laughs> like unsettling because that's not supposed to happen. Um, so that's going to say it's an overall negative, right? <laughs> but like, not all negative. No. <laughs> Oh, okay. And I feel like we kind of just have to keep going, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Nope, I'm going to do a flashback. Ooh. Uh, it's, this is going to be a flashback between Jebediah Bukowski uh, and his lawyer. Ah. So is Brad in the scene at all? Oh, no, I do have to be Brad. That's, yeah, no, yes. Brad is there uh, with it, it, witnessing the, 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 uh, the notarization of the will with the lawyer. So I'll need someone to be a lawyer and I'll need someone to be uh, a grandfather. Uh, all right, uh, Mr. Bukowski. Um, I think that everything is in order here. Are there any other items or addenda for this uh, will? Granddad, I know you were you, you were you were looking to uh, add a, a clause there to the uh, to, to the proceedings. I, you, you wanted to mention that the, the the kumite was open to anyone who showed up, right? That, that oh. seems kind of weird. It is my. It's a thing I have to settle with my friends who play cards. Okay, so it's kind of like a, a buy-in at a poker thing. There, if you show up late, you can still get in, still win out if you want to. Okay, Absolutely, that is what I mean. Does that work there, uh, Your Honor? Uh, one moment here, I can just. Yes. Uh, now. Uh, sign here, 
and sign here, and then I need you to initial here and here. Oh, curse this frail body. I should have picked a better one. No, no. You're going to be around for a while yet, Grandpappy. It's oh. strong Bukowski genes in you. I'm trying to keep this old broken down piece of garbage going, but it's a constant <laughs> struggle. I mean... I love you, human grandchild. <laughs> I'm with Andy. I think this is going well for Brad. Well, that's nice. I'm I'm, I'm glad that you still recognize uh, the, the, the people are the people and that the raccoons are the raccoons. Oh, do not touch the raccoons. Yeah, no, they, they are my pride and joy. That's been some of the best advice you've given me in your life, and I've never touched a raccoon since, and... 100% rabies free over here. Foolish human. I mean, I love you, grandchild. <laughs> Must I endure his presence anymore? Okay, well, I think we're done with the lawyer then, Grandpappy. We'll get you back to your house. So I think that went well for Brad. Okay. <laughs> And we've now established that the shambling corpse of Jebediah can now be a part of the Kumite. All right. <laughs> so, um, I'm losing this fight, right? I'm just some random tech in an artificial body. Um, the leader is back. He's got this uh, undead strength. And I think that... Um, I'm a mess and I'm I'm sort of lying there in the the wreck of the rotunda uh, he's come through the wall he's got like his hand he's like inside the plastic of my chest <laughs> I'll be like help me Rhonda get this oh. out of my heart and oh. and um, I think I, my plastic is expiring and I'm needing a new host. So I am sprinting, um, cause I'm only the size of a scorpion or so. And I, I think Brad's nearby. So I think I'm making a play for Brad. Oh. So, um, Brad, you see kind of this scorpionish thing, um, jump out of Randall's dying head and run toward you. Jump in Jehoshaphat's! I guess I'll just, uh, I'll... Do you use your jazz drumming in yeah. reflexes? Yes, it's coming <laughs> towards me. I'm rolling up that, uh, that scroll of a will because, of course, it's a scroll. <laughs> get, get. So, for combat, in case you need to be reminded of the mechanics of this game... Yes. Um... I established this scene. Mm -hmm. That means the three of you decide if I win or not. Mm. Um, which is a way to make sure that I'm not uh, taking Brad without his consent. I feel like um, I'm probably going to lose this. Uh, this is a desperation move that we don't like to make. Can Kathleen? you... 
Can you not be able to take Brad, but could you jump into the body of an unsuspecting other like NPC? So we, you don't have to be out of the game either, but it's a terrible body. Like it's this a- is my last scene. But yes, oh. that is a thing that could happen. Yeah, we each have one scene left. Oh, right. Um, incidentally, the very last scene of the game, um, which will be Ian's, he is not ruled by which die is left because the very last die is wild. It'll still count as its color for the denouement stuff. But, uh, yeah, I... Is that a question, Ian? Oh, yeah, he's about to ask you a question of you, actually. Would you prefer to end up in another body, or would you prefer to end up uh, in, a, uh, in an up- upturned hot dish? <laughs> um, I think that the crummy body idea is interesting. Um, basically, I sh- I have given up my right to choose. Uh, y- you, you guys have to tell me what happens next. All right. I've lost my plastic Randall body, and I'm going for Brad. So I, I smack at the, the ground a couple times, missing this scorpion-like object, and it scuttles up my uh, up my leg, up my torso, down my arm, back up the other side, and onto the top of my head. And for some reason, it just can't get through this flannel beret. <laughs> I'm just flailing about and just in my flailing managed to smack it backwards. Onto the head of... Myrna Thurple Tear. Oh, oh, that was an experience. The heck was that? And uh, these 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 uh, uh, raccoons are swarming, just sw- swarming around like so many ferrets, or ferrets swarming like raccoons, one or the other. And 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 and, and Rhonda's finally batted them away from her face. She goes, Randall, Randall, oh Randall, you're plastic. It's gone, Randall, Randall. Uh, no, it's uh, Ethel, Ethel. Oh, it was Ethel, wasn't it? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Myrna. Oh. It was Myrna. Sure. Ethel Myrna Ethel Thurpleter. <laughs> my my God. Uh and and uh, and Rhonda looks at all all the other uh, humans in the room and goes, I had no idea. <laughs> what a shock. You think you know somebody, you're married for three days and and all of this. <laughs> Myrna, were you gonna get in on the Kumite too? I mean, it's, it's still open. I am uh, still a little bit worried about the raccoons and the zombie. Oh, me too. Yeah, they're a real problem. But uh, we only got the. It's only about. I guess they're more. not on the agenda. <laughs> they are sure. not. But... So, and the, is and that scene? <laughs> I guess. I guess. But just before. It, but just before that scene ends. Um, uh, Zeb, uh, Jebediah uh, uh, Bukowski uh, turns and looks at Rhonda and starts lurching towards towards Rhonda, and let's call that the end of the scene. And okay. The scene that I the scene that I will establish is a flashback. So, to, hmm? you, yeah. you guys have to give me a die. Oh, I, I felt oh, like right. that went badly for me, but I, that's I, up I, to you. I got into the story. 
Yeah, that went pretty bad. Yeah, that didn't so, go great. There are game mechanics. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. They matter. <laughs> they do. They do. Uh, we go. We go to a, a flashback um, uh, in the in the mother's mothership. No, not the mothership. Because uh, uh, it goes back to the uh, the the end of the the last uh, homeowners association meeting. Uh, where uh, uh, Jebediah was still pre pre presiding as the uh, as the as the leader, uh, and uh, all the, uh, Rhonda and and uh, Jebediah are stacking chairs, uh, as you do at the end of the, all of these communicating uh, these these uh, public community meetings, and um, Rhonda goes uh, uh, as they're alone. They go, uh, dear Galactic Leader. I have questions. Oh, that's very interesting that you question me, but I'll allow it. Uh, no, I, I would not uh, question your authority, dear leader. I, I, I merely uh, wish for a clarification of, uh, of the, the mission. Oh, the mission. The mission is obviously the same mission we have always had. We take over the world. This beautiful world with its fragrant dumpsters, not fit for the filthy humans who live here and seek to shut out their beautiful ambrosia-like odors. This is true. I, I have I have long noted their their um, lack of appreciation for the putrid and and the uh, the the moldering and the festering. Um, but must we must we take over their minds? Must we must we rid the planet of these 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 things? There is beauty here. There is macrame. There is ovulation. There there are uh, trees which I am learning to appreciate. Must we must we um, completely en encompass it? Would you think about the ant? After you crushed it under your foot, or whatever the alien equivalent of an ant is on their planet, obviously. <laughs> you ground it into your thorax? Of course not. It is an ant. It is meaningless. It has no thoughts. It creates nothing. They are worthless. They are impedance to us. Look at what they've done to me. They've stuck me into this horrible, weak body. The sooner they are rid of, the better. Well, I'm, I'm very sorry. Leader, I'm very sorry you feel that way, but I just... Last week I had a muffin that was made with silica and algae and bran and and something else, but also pineapple, and the pineapple has, has done something to my to my my ganglia and i just i can't i cannot stand here and allow you to do this to this beautiful planet what are you going to do to stop me you fool <laughs> i'm very frail by the way <laughs> <laughs> and i i take out the the blue uh, what, what was the thing that was broken? It was the blue... It was the atomizer. The, yeah, the blue atomizer that doesn't quite work. And, and I say, I'm going to hit you very hard in the head. And I, I, I rear back and clock this old man. I think that's how it got broken. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that went well for Rhonda. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I guess so.
Okay. Uh, Kathleen, what is Julie's final scene? Oh. Uh, I don't know. I feel, okay, I feel like maybe we, uh, do we, do we, is this the aftermath? Like, Julie has not seen that, that, like, what's it, like, um, that Jebediah is a zombie now, right? Okay, so I'm gonna answer your questions in the order you ask them. Mm -hmm. So, the aftermath happens after Act 2. So there are two scenes left in Act 2, and right. then... Um, normally we would each roll all of our dice like we did for the tilt, but um, instead Ian is going to roll them all and give us our numbers, and then he is going to read off a chart and tell us our final um, ultimate fate, uh, and we're going to have snapshots. So at the end of Act 2, the, the movie is over, but as the credits roll, you see pictures mm. of sort of the the rest of the story and that is the aftermath and we will go around describing what those pictures are so this is your last scene where you're likely to have dialogue but right is there is are people feeling that we want to keep going in the homeowners association meeting and and do that or do we want to move on from that well, the you way might... you would find that out is you would say, I'm resolving. Oh. But if you have an opinion, you no. say, I'm establishing, and then you do it. Oh, uh, I'll resolve. Where, what's going on, team? All right. Ian, do you have an idea for what your final scene is? And can we do something that plays into that? Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly felt like we were. Uh, I was going to uh, take us to the end of the, uh, the, the current ruckus that's happening at the... Uh, at the homeowners association but that's kind of going to be the uh the, the final the the, the person the the leader will be decided at the end of the homeowners association meeting <laughs> cool so uh then would it be would it work better for you if we gave julie some sort of flashback yeah if you go flashback to establish more of what's going on here at the at the homeowners like another twist that could happen at the homeowners association meeting that would be great if it's a flashback just to establish characters, that'd be great. If it's if it's just more stuff that's happening at the meeting, that's also great. Okay, so um, let's narrow that down. We could have Julie present when Grandpa gets taken over, except Kathleen's playing both those characters. Mm -hmm. Sorry. We could... <laughs> I mean, someone else could play Jebediah, I guess. All right, what's, what's a flashback that would inform her character? Maybe or do we moving, just want to, oh, go ahead Andy. maybe moving from the midwest to back to 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 the suburb what caused them to do that what work in that relationship or yeah, you know what actually let's see uh this is a this is a flashback scene i think between julie and brad uh discussing their intentions to to uh they've just got notice that uh that their grandfather has died and now they're making uh now, now they're dealing with that that news and what that entails perfect all right oh my gosh we just got a letter from a notary brad brad oh, oh no those, those are never good no i've never no one ever has to pay hundreds of dollars to send you a letter that says hi how's it going it we do singing telegrams for that sort of notice you know do do do, do, do you've been served at least you get a smile out of it it make the news go down better. I agree. Oh, oh, Brad! Jebediah! He's what? passed away! 
Oh no! He was my second favorite grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> who could have seen it coming? That a 98-year-old man who we had to visit earlier this summer to make sure her la- his last affairs were in order because his death was imminent could have died. But he was so spry and so poisonous. Oh, so the the vile bile is coming out of that man about this, about his town. But he, he made he, some very good points, though, didn't he, about the uh, about the garbage situation there? It it sounds like a nice place to live, to be honest. Well, I suppose we are inheriting that house, so I hope it is a nice place to live. We Better than our two-bedroom only... apartment over a deli. We are the only people left after that, that, ter- terrible, uh, that terrible destination wedding to Hawaii that went awry six months ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how... Well, you know what? I'm always up for an adventure, Julie, and I, 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 I married you with the intention of getting out there and having some fun. So what do you say you and I move to the Midwest... I mean, I guess move back to the Midwest from from here in uh, in, in New York City, and uh, and we uh, we establish ourselves there. You know, it's a little bit cheaper. We can get on the homeowners association. We can make a real difference and and be the change we want to see in our own neighborhoods. That's right. And I'll have a backyard, so I'll finally be able to set up that like your drum circle thing I've been dreaming up. I think that we could really bring some culture to the Midwest. You know. We can expand their horizons. Can you imagine an entire subdivision of yurts? We can oh. make that happen if we try. Guys, be so eco-friendly. Oh, a woman can only dream. Well, first I'll have to get on the homeowners association. Hee <laughs> hee. Oh, get on. Get to the top. That's where you belong there, Julie. If oh. your hot dish is any indication of your uh, quality as a, uh, a, 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 an administrator. Oh, Brad, you're so sweet. Oh, well, I'm going to call those two big guys with great big hearts right now. <laughs> so, Kathleen, you decide if the scene went well or badly for you. Uh, like, I think the it, scene went well, honestly. I think so, too. <laughs> so, there is a black die left, and Ian is going to get it, but the scene could still go well for him because final scene can be wild. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sounds like you're setting the scene, Ian. I'm gonna set the scene. It is the height of uh, 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 of the fracas in the middle of this dome. There, there are whirlwinds of raccoons around uh, around Rhonda. Uh, Myrna is 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 uh, very slowly but surely taking control of of their own new body and making some wild gestures. As crawling nurse... toward the backpack because I want the equipment. Yes, she's got a yes. walker. Crawling oh. and jerking <laughs> towards the backpack. Julie is 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 at is 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 at the, uh, the, the I guess you could say the, the witness stand giving uh, giving a uh, impassioned plea about garbage reform, and the shambling husk of Jebediah Bukowski is uh, fighting raccoons. Has Julie lost her glasses, perhaps? Like, why isn't she noticing everything that's going on? Uh, I think maybe what happens is that I'm, like, so mad about the raccoons and so, like, so my last thing I said was, like, ah, this proves my point. Maybe, like, I'm only now calmed down and perhaps I do one of them cartoon turnarounds where I'm just like, what? Nobody's paying attention to me. Like, I know there's a lot of raccoons around here. And I turn around and I'm just like, holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this is unprecedented. Um, uh, I, I'm gonna call for order. Order, 
not working there. Uh, let's just keep reading. Jeez, uh, okay. Oh, geez. What, oh, what yes, the heck's coming no. out of his eyes? <laughs> back, 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 uh, leader. I, you know, I, you, 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 you must, you must die in order for this planet to survive. You must die. To, Randall, Randall, get the good deatomizer, the good one. <laughs> so I'm rummaging in the backpack and I'm yeah. throwing out. You put the brood into raccoons. Why? They, they're a very resilient organism. They're much more resilient than, than any human species on this planet has ever had. The, the Neanderthals, the Divisovans, no. The human beings are all terrible. Raccoons are the, clearly the superior species. They call them finger mammals! <laughs> Point uh, taken. <laughs> I toss the the good deatomizer toward uh, Rhonda and Jebediah with my old lady arms. Mm -hmm. <laughs> ah. it, the the, the, the uh, atomizer tumbles through the air, and la and because your old lady arms are 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 extremely weak and also unused to be receiving the sort of uh, strong impulses from the uh, an alien invader, that the. Uh, the atomizer goes straight up, spinning, much like that bone in 2001, and then comes down and hits the ground, base first, firing directly into oh the chandelier in the center of the rotunda, firing de-atomizing lasers everywhere through the room, taking out, I want to say, two-thirds of the raccoons. <laughs> A couple of, uh, of, of of spectators who are on their phones and, and won't be missed at all. <laughs> <laughs> and also, the head of Jebediah, Dukowski. He falls to the ground. The raccoons cover the body. And then after a couple seconds of wrestling, scattered, and the body is left clean, but, un but seemingly human and untouched, and the room is silent. And I look down at the, the scroll, and I... Okay, well, uh, we only got the room until uh, 8 p.m., so... Julie's the last one standing, so I guess she's the leader? Well, hot damn! <laughs> the, All right. the, the end? Wait, wait, wait. It's a little oh. postscript. Uh, I think I might have to call the insurance company. <laughs> <Yeah>. And cut! <laughs> Yay! Okay. So that is the the end of Act Two. Uh, Ian is now going to roll the dice for everyone. Mm. And Ian, the chart you're after is on pages fifty-eight and fifty-nine of right. the rule book. So everything gets rolled together, correct? No, no. E each person yes, has their dice that. Yeah. And then plus minus. Got it. Okay, so let's start with uh, Randall. You get the. Uh... All right, so it. 
we so go. we're looking for the difference yep. between the white and the black. So uh, it looks it? like the difference is six to black. All right. So there's a chart because um, it's black high and it's six. Got it here. Uh, so what do I get? Randall, unfortunately, you got pathetic. You'll suffer. Oh, dear God. You will suffer and everyone will know about your malfeasance, your stupidity, your lack of common sense and decency. You're probably going to be locked up, too. Hmm. Okay, so now you know how it works. Uh, once we do that for everybody, we'll go through and we'll do our snapshots. Okay, so, so what, let's give you... Do you want a fresh roll, then? Uh, n no, you uh, leave that aside and roll Rhonda's dice. Because okay. they're different from mine. Yeah. Right? I just wanted to know if you wanted a different one than that. If, if you wanted oh. that to be an example roll. Oh. Yeah. That, that sounds great. Okay. Uh, we're looking at uh, four, five, six. Those cancelled out. That means it's a uh, white one. For... White one? Oh, that sounds Rhonda. amazing. Rhonda, you are dreadful. <laughs> you are certainly dead. Probably from a self-inflicted wound. People care about you are also probably dead, maybe through their own stupid, ugly failure. And to say that you fucked up is an insult to fucked up -ness. <laughs> You have redefined the term fuck up -ness. Oh, she had really good intentions. Poor Rhonda. Oh, well. Well, let's see how Julie does. White oh. one, you are a black six. I'm just going to make this easy to remember. Ah. Julie, you are going to get four minus four, four white. You are bitter. You know what it's like to be in an utterly crushed, casually brought low, forced to eat your own words and stand mute and powerless before your enemies. They gloat and you are helpless. Oh, this job sucks. <laughs> and finally, Brad is ooh one black, which is it's nice we didn't have any duplicates. Yeah, horrible. Yeah. You're probably dead. Other people, probably innocent people, are as well. There's no justice. There's no mercy. Everything is utterly painfully screwed, and it is all, all of it, your fault. Okay, so now we're just doing sort of rapid-fire snapshots. And your final snapshot has to line up with what Ian just read. So if you need a reminder, just let me know and I will. So here is Randall slash Myrna. Um, in her new body, she has finally made it outside and she's looking up at the invasion fleet that Jebediah ma seems to have managed to call before dying. Hmm. Andy. Um, Rhonda gets the, uh, the worse end of that deatomizer, um, uh, severing most of her, the, melting the plastic in her body and the weird scorpion I love I love that that's a that's a little thread through some earlier games. The weird scorpion uh, uh, crawls out injured, maybe half of its body missing from the deatomizer, uh, uh, to see uh, all all of her brood uh, scatter 
uh, what is left of it um, into the wilderness um, uh, without without a parent to guide them uh, and the the fate of this planet she uh, she had grown to love unknown as she as her her green acid blood uh, melts out and her ganglia withers into a hard stone and dies you know you have three more sh snapshots right she's nearly dead she's almost <laughs> almost so very close to being dead she feels like she could be dead very soon <laughs> oh well julie rolls up her sleeves and says well let's hit the ground running and she's just she's on the phone with the insurance agent outside looking at like the shattered husk of the wall of the thing and it's like what do you mean they got a cheap policy and they've got a 40% deductible. Ian? <sighs> Brad looks up to the uh, to the crumbling uh, dome and back down and notices a, 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 another uh, rock tumbling down and it crashes directly onto the stone floor emitting a extremely loud bang directly in front of him, damaging his hearing irreparably and keeping him from the one thing that gives him joy. Oh. oh. Jazz. <laughs> oh. oh, the jazz. All right, so here's uh, Randall slash Myrna um, trying to uh, put a good face on things as the fleet admiral emerges from the first landing flying saucer and uh, the admiral does not look pleased. Oof. So, as, as, uh, as the, this, this poor alien known as Rhonda, uh, her real alien name, uh, unpronounceable in the human mouth, uh, is her her neurons are, are slowly turning off like that scene from 2001 space odyssey but instead of daisy daisy it's the best of herbie hancock just going <laughs> just repeating over and over and over as she's slowly fading out of existence uh so this is Julie still on the phone with the insurance agent as thousands and thousands of raccoons start coming out of the woods behind the community center. And they look like the great wave is what Julie is thinking. As, and it's like, I didn't know they masked like that. <laughs> Brad stumbles forward from behind the podium, moving towards the center of the room, and looks down at his grandfather. And loses balance on the slippery floor from all of the goo and rocks and whatnot, and lands face first into his chest, just oh. causing the whole thing to just kind of rupture. Ooh. This is no longer PG-13, is it? No. <laughs> okay. So PG-13 if you had cool parents. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been allowed to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> so 
Um, it's several days later, and um, I am on the mothership at trial, trying to explain that I was a good supporter of the leader all along, and the whole judge and jury are just looking at me. What are you, Andy? Is is this the last one? Is this the last? Uh, we have one more after this. One more. Gosh, this is number three. Really painted myself into a narrative corner. <laughs> you can do flashbacks. You can do whatever I, you need to do. Here. Oh, flashbacks! I forgot about flashbacks. Good, good, good. Uh, again, as these neurons are dying off, she uh, she remembers uh, that that. Uh, the, uh, that after that lovely afternoon that she had with Julie, um, where they uh, first began their rivalry over uh, the garbage policy, she gets home and she thinks, "Wait a second, were there husks in those muffins?" And she has a terrible uh, uh, allergic reaction, and uh, tentacles come out of her head. It's like, "Oh, this is gonna be with me for weeks," and she. Uh, and that is one of the thoughts, the painful thoughts that uh, as her last neurons are dying off is like, oh, why is it always the bad things you remember in times like this? That's the end of that. <laughs> uh, uh, I will say this is several weeks after the fact and uh, Julie is standing there with an insurance adjuster and a team from the local news who are reporting on, 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 uh, actually, no, this is Julie talking to the local news. This is a snapshot of the local news interviewing her and how she's bitching. And basically she's complaining that her insur the insurance company is not honoring their act of God clause when clearly an alien invasion, a tsunami of raccoons, and a zombie attack. If that is not an act of God, what on earth could not be construed as an <clears throat> act of God? <laughs> there's a go. There's a GoFundMe and a, a Facebook page. <laughs> At a similar point in time, Brad is currently in his jazz basement, holding on to a, a couple of pieces of paper. One of which is, uh, is, is displaying the fine and court summons for the theft of a, uh, a city-owned uh, steel dumpster. And, <laughs> and the second of which is the rather paltry and kind of insulting uh, uh, offer from a local uh, pawn shop due to it being now 2055, and the vinyl market is not what it once was. Hmm. Okay, so this is our last round of scenes. Everybody, um, scenes, snapshots. This is just an image. Um, I lost the court case. I'm in a prison ship. I'm heading back to the home world. The end. Andy. Um... Rhonda has finally died. She is this mass of uh, chitinous, acidic fluid on, uh, on the ground. And one raccoon returns and is sifting through the rubble as a raccoon does. 
and nuzzles nuzzles its way through the uh, through, through the rubble, finds what a, what is left of Rana, Rhonda, goes over it in its mouth, decides it's not worth it, and hucks it among the other rubble, uh, there never to be found or disturbed again. The final indignity. <laughs> uh, this is Julie. After packing up, basically, is uh, has has gotten the 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 strata to declare bankruptcy because there's or the homeowners association because there's no possible way that they can pay out the insurance claims. Many other people's houses are wrecked. Two people just didn't come out of the wreckage. They just disappeared. It's like they got blown up. <laughs> or something. Uh, you know, it's you know the the lawsuits are stacking up. She quits. She sells the house for a pittance and goes back to her two bedroom apartment over a delicatessen in Queens. <laughs> and seventeen years later, on from that, Brad Bucket is walking past the room of his, down the hallway in his uh, one-bedroom Midwest ranch with his wife, who is working on her, uh, her, her campaign for what it seems at this point is going to be a failed Senate run. And he smiles, sadly, and keeps walking down the hallway towards his own den and, again, stops just for a moment outside of his son's room. Looks through the door, looks at his son. He's smiling, he smiles at him. And Brad looks past his son at the Smash Mouth poster on his wall and slowly begins to drop to the floor and weeps. Thank you for watching Dice Friends. <laughs> this has been Suburban Succession, a fiasco classic game using the Home Invasion playtest. This stream, like everything we do, was brought to you by you. So thank you so much for your support. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash loadingreadyrun or on YouTube uh, by becoming a member or indeed on twitch.tv slash loadingreadyrun by uh, subscribing or buying bits. Thank you so much to everyone who supported us and thank you for watching uh, or listening if you're hearing this on a podcast. I'm Dale Friesen. I am sometimes an opera singer when there are operas. Uh, I like to play games and I'm just generally a nerd and you can find me on Twitter at Dale E. Friesen. Uh, Andy, who are you and where can people find you? My name is Andrew Cowden. I'm an actor <clears throat> in Vancouver. Also underemployed these days because I usually do theater, but you know, things are going to get better. It's Yay! I have every confidence. Um, and uh, uh, gosh, you can get me at, at Andrew Cowden on Twitter, or you can go to andrewcounden.com and see what I'm up to there. Kathleen? Uh, my name is Kathleen. I work here at Loading Ready Run. I do lots of things. Uh, we just did a bunch of videos that I helped work on, and they're over on our YouTube channel, so check them out there. Great. Ian? 
when you're not seeing me stream here at Loading Ready Run, you can find me over at tilty.house. That's tilty.house. I guarantee it is a valued URL. Check it out. You'll find links to all the stuff that I and Corey do over there, like podcasts, the late night dub fight, and our own streams. And of course, links to our profiles on the Babs website, Twitter. <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, this was a great time tonight. Please join us. Um, for more Dice Friends, not this, but other things, next week. Bye. Bye.